You're listening to Nikisha King Podcast, Leading Her Way, Episode 12. Do you have a dream or a mission or a fire that has ignited inside of you to create an amazing business that can grow and scale? But at the same time, you don't want to sacrifice your life, your family, relationships, or values in building this dream. If this is you, welcome to the Nikisha King Podcast, Leading Her Way. In listening to this podcast, you'll learn how to dream big without limitations and create a business that will allow you to grow and scale while doing the things you love. You'll learn how to grow your team organically with the right systems in place. And you'll learn how to stop playing it small and start living your true vision. I'm your host and certified confidence coach, Nikisha King Hidago. I'm ready to take you on an exciting journey and share my pivotal moments as an entrepreneur and leader in building the Nikisha King brand. Are you ready to be invigorated, be seen and heard, evolve, and become resilient on your unique journey? Then join my guest and me every Tuesday as we share tremendous aha moments in our business journey and all the moments we endured to get where we are today. Hello, gorgeous. How are you today? Last week, we had Grace Montez and we spoke about imposter syndrome. And I thought it was such a great topic because so many of us struggle with our identity, our transitioning of who we are and who we want to be. And in doing a podcast for female business owners, this is part of our foundation. We've had many years of being told that we're not capable, we shouldn't do this, and we should just stay home and take care of the home life. And there are still some women who agree with this, and that is fine. I am not here to say it's right or wrong, but I desire something different. You desire something different. Hence the reason you're here with me listening to this podcast. As we transition into our future self, there are some things we need help with. And I truly want to be here to assist you on your journey because I believe in you. I know that you desire more and you can have that. I truly believe that in my heart. You are capable of making six to seven to eight to nine figures. You just have to choose that. So in today's podcast, we are going to speak about fear. We're going to speak about what's coming up for you in doubting yourself. What are the thoughts you're constantly playing that are holding you back from making nine figures? This podcast is here to help you have a perspective or a shift in your mindset. Your mindset are just your thoughts. That's what they are. So we're not here to tell you what's right or wrong. 
we're not here to tell you how you should do it, but we're here to inspire you, motivate you, encourage you, and be a force that can help you from point A to point B, point B to point C. In other words, keep it small and simple. Okay? So let's talk about fear. Let's talk about the fear of failure, the fear of success. In today's episode, you are going to hear about fear and what's creating it and how you can analyze it, look at it from your point of view, because all of us deep down have fear, but it translates to different worlds. So here are some of the key words that it translates to. Overwhelm, confuse, not clear, scary. Those are just some. And in my experience, overwhelm was my fear word or synonym. It was what I constantly used when fear set in. So for example, in the past, like 2016, I started to be active in my business. Therefore, I saw a lot of jobs coming in. And any time I had four or five bookings, I would get overwhelmed. And I got overwhelmed because I was scared that I wouldn't be able to fulfill the jobs based on what they expected me to do. And I was worried that something would go wrong and they would be upset at me. They would think I was incompetent. They would think that I wasn't capable. So therefore, those thoughts I had about not being capable and incompetent, I created this narrative that I'm not capable and competent in doing my job. So every time I had over five bookings, I got scared, aka overwhelmed, deep down a fear of failing. And when I had this story playing, it would come up all the time. And when it came up, I was very clear on getting the job done, but putting pressure on myself to get the job done. There was no Nikisha, you got this, stories, there's no Nikisha, you are capable. I didn't have those in place because I was always in overwhelmed state. Now, you may look at it as, well, being overwhelmed or having fear allowed me to be better, to show up, to get it done, to be perfect, but it had a lot of other repercussions. My emotional state, I couldn't sleep. I was so worried, so concerned. I constantly kept feeling like I was going to fail. And I've learned today what I think is what I create. So if I think I'm going to fail, guess what? I'm going to fail because I'm not doing the actions to help me succeed. And in those moments of time, I felt like I didn't do the best work because I was so scared. I gave them part of me. I also 
devalued my service. I didn't believe I was worth more than what I was asking. So for example, when in 2016, I would go to Thumbtack, and some of you may not know that, that website or that company, but how it worked is someone came on, if you were a client or a customer, and we as business owners would have to create a proposal and we would have to pay Thumbtack for putting that proposal in front of the customer. Therefore, the customer saw maybe three to five proposals and will make a decision on the amount of money they have to spend. So our value were, was not being conveyed, but what was being conveyed is our worth. We were on the audition block. We were auditioning for our food. And for me, that has such a feeling of the past, but it, it's not. That's just a thought that comes up for me. But we were auditioning not on our value, not on how we can help this problem, this person or customer with a problem. We didn't even know what the problem was because it was a commodity. And that's the problem. And the interesting thing is Thumbtack was not a product-based company. We weren't selling products. We were selling services. When you sell services, you should always know your customer's pain point. That is how you become valuable to them. A service is a luxury. You're asking one to give time, something that is not renewable, and use your time to help you, the customer, get through whatever it is that they're getting through. A product, aka a desk, a computer, a tape dispenser, that's a commodity. That tape dispenser only serves the purpose of helping me get tape easier. But I cannot tell a tape dispenser, I need you to clean my desk for me and keep it clean every morning. It doesn't have that power, will. But a human being, you, a service provider, you have that ability. You have a gift. Every one of us does. And in having this gift, you are able to help someone else with their pain point. Jeff Bezos has done that with Amazon. I can shop from home in five seconds. Pick a product, add to cart, get out the cart. All my information is there. And it shows up a day or two after. Prior to Jeff, if I needed something and I went, I had to search, search multiple websites. Or if I didn't find it there or I thought it was too expensive, then I'll go to a 99 cent, five below, which means I have to get in a car, drive, possible accident. So many things could have happened. And that was the old way. He helped me with a pain point. So much that he takes my money easily. I know he takes yours too. So that's one. You are sitting at home right now or you're getting ready for work, or you're on your way to work, and you're thinking, I want to start a business. I want to do something to help me, to help me grow, to help me help my children create a future legacy. And I know this is truly what you desire. But here's the thing. If you truly desire that, why are you not making the decision to start the business? Because it's not motivating you. 
And if it doesn't motivate you, then there's no start. And you have to understand if there's no start, there's no possibilities, right? So why are you allowing the fear of failure or success, which I didn't get into as of yet, stop you from the possibilities? Why do you think you're not capable? I want you to just sit with that, hold that, write it down, mark this part of the podcast because you are capable. And I'm here to tell you that in so many different ways. When we have a fear of failure, the other side of it is fear of success. So as being in business 2016, getting more, I I was in business since 2009, but 2016, when my babies got a little bit older, I was able to be immersed in my business. And as I transitioned and kept growing and growing in my brand, in my business, there was a moment where I was in a sales group, Irresistible Selling, Maria Bayer. I'm giving you a little love. And in this group, I was learning how to be a value as a service provider. And I remember changing my investment for the services I provide. And I went from 1,000 to 4,000 for the stationery I was providing. And in my mind, I thought that was a big jump, but I was settled with that number. But what happened was I wasn't asking for it. And I wasn't asking for it because I was scared to ask, because if I did and more people were willing to pay me, I would become successful, but that meant I would have more responsibilities. And that was scary because that's success. In our minds, the story we tell ourselves is success means I have to do more. I have to be more. I have to give more. And then all of the past dredges up. Are you capable of giving more, Nikisha? And I would go, no. Get it? Fear of success, fear of failure has the same underlying tone. Are you capable? It's the fear speaking to you. It's your brain keeping you safe. Don't do that, Nikisha. That's uncomfortable. That's scary. What happens if you mess up? They're going to be really upset. Get it? And that is a story each and every one of us are playing. I played that story over and over for the last, I would say, 10 to 11 years of the Nikisha King brand. And I'm grateful today that that story is no longer my narrative. And it took time because I'm going into 14 years. So it took three to four years to shift that narrative. And it took work. And it took having a purpose, updating my mindset, and doing small, simple steps. And in being here on this podcast, this is what I am here to help you do. As you start your journey or as you transition from one stage to the next, I am here to motivate you and inspire you. I am here to let you know you are capable. And I want you to write that down. 
I am capable. Because every time you have more money, more work, something that you're not used to, that question comes up for you. Can I do this? And will it be good? Or AKA perfect. Fear of failure and fear of success, that is just a thought, a mindset, a story. And it doesn't have to be true. It really doesn't. It's your opinion. And we know opinions are not facts. And with that, you now have the power to do something about that opinion. You have the power to keep playing that over and over again. And if you choose that, then no more complaining. No more complaining about you not contributing to your family. No more complaining about not getting the jobs you want. No more complaining about, should I do this? Should I not? No, no more complaining about, I want my family to have a legacy or my future generation. I want to help them out. There'll be no more of that if you're going to keep the narrative of fear. So that's just that. But if you're willing to have the narrative of fear come up and you sit with that and you go, that's not true. And you process that by sitting in that discomfort and going, what small, simple step can I take today? to help shift that narrative. Now you have every right to complain because you are willing to change that story. And once you're willing and think about all of the possibilities of what can be and you are finding purpose, then you can complain while taking that small, simple step. And how does that small, simple step look like? Here is how it looks. That narrative starts playing. I'm not going to do well at this. Mm, I don't think I can do this. But then you go, I'm capable. And you look at that piece of paper on your wall, your computer and monitor says, Nikisha, you're capable. And you go, okay, one small step. today." I'm going to write my current mission for my business. My current mission is to build a legacy for my future generation. Got it. That's it. Small, simple step. Tomorrow, the narrative comes back. Don't do it. You're not going to be good at that. Stop. You go, Nikisha. Or whoever you are, put your name in that spot. I am capable. And then you look at the mission. I am going to build a legacy for my future generation. And that starts to give you purpose, motivation. Then you go, how do I want to show up in the world? What is the value I'm giving to my client? Get it? That's your second step. And then the third day, Nikisha, don't do it. You're going to mess up. (laughs) And you look at that paper, Nikisha, I am capable. 
I can do this. And then I look at that and go, mistakes are what makes me better. They are what makes me grow into the mission of creating a legacy for my future generation. Mistakes are necessary. Process it. Mistakes are good. They are the thing that builds the muscles within me to be the best business owner, best mom, best partner, best spouse, best friend, best daughter, best son, best non-binary human being. They are required for the growth that I am giving. So every time that narrative play, you do one small, simple step. You write one sentence. If that is the start of your turning that narrative down to you are worth everything, you are amazing, you are capable, you can be of service to others and value, you are amazing in every way. You got this. And I want you to know this because if you know this, you are going to be able to help someone else know this because you're going through a testimony. You're going through that fear of failure, fear of success at this moment. But when you transition into I am capable and amazing, then you can help the next person get from A to B. We all are on the journey together. I am here because I was there. If I was never there, I couldn't speak to you about that pain of fear, of failure, of success, fear of incapability. I couldn't even talk to you about this if I was never there. And in this country, the United States of America, we have some people who were never there, but they still have a story. They still do have a story because they were seen less than. As a woman, we were all seen less than. And all we knew was to do household things, have women household events selling plastic and Tupperware. And this day, today, we can do more than that. We've been doing more than that. And at times, they make us feel guilty for that. But you don't need to feel guilty no more. Whatever you see fit for yourself, the identity that you choose for yourself, put it on and wear it with pride. Wear it proud. And if tomorrow you want to change it, you can change it. <laughs> you do not have to stick to what you are. You can be fluid in your identity and it's okay. I've been fluid in my identity from the day I was born. The day I was born, I was very dependent. I couldn't do anything for myself. When I turned nine, I became codependent. I depended on my mom for a household and my dad for my allowance. But I had to walk to school by myself, come home by myself, make my lunch, aka snack, do my homework by myself. 
I was gaining my independence. I was changing my identity from this toddler, newborn child to this young lady. When I became 18 and went to college, my identity changed again. I was a student who went to college and loved socializing and modeling. Did I know that before? No. Did I have any inclination I wanted to model at 16, 15, 14? No. Did I think I was beautiful enough to model then? No. At 18, a new identity arised. At 18, I was becoming someone. I was discovering a part of me. Today, you are discovering another part of you. And it's scary because today you have a little bit more responsibility. Remember, your hope is to help build a legacy for your future generation. And if that's what your purpose, mission, or part of it is, that is a new thought because that wasn't always available. Therefore, no more complaining without a small, simple step. If you are willing to take that small, simple step, then you have all rights to complain. When that narrative play, you can't do that. And you go, my mission is to create a future legacy for my future generation or create a legacy for my future generation. As long as you write that down, when that narrative start playing, you now have purpose because you now have action that goes against that narrative. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And I truly hope that this is shifting things inside of you because if it's not, then I'm not for you. But if it is, I'm so for you. Have a great day. And remember, if this podcast episode was very, very helpful, share it with the next person it can help. Have a great day. Thanks for spending time with me today. And if you received an aha moment in today's episode, hit the follow button and share a review. But more importantly, if you have a friend who will truly benefit from today's episode, click the three dots and share this link via text. You never know how this small action can help someone tremendously. See you next Tuesday and have an amazing day.